Aging Options, how can we help? It's time to know your options and master your future. My life, my plan, my way. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. Know your options. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of national public television program, Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayich, as well as his co-host, Tariq Ansari. And a good morning to all of you everywhere in the Northwest. <laughs> Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. As uh, this is Aging Options right here on AM770 KTTH. And boy, do we have a lot of excellent stories to get to you today. As mentioned in the cold open when Rajiv said how this 67-year-old manages to feel and stay young. And it sounds like Rajiv uh, was so excited about that uh, that, that second story. I'm going to have to say the second story just because I know the first one, big deal. I know it is. But the second one, even bigger possibly, when you're hurt, are you taken seriously by your doctor? Now, that's a that's a big one because sometimes doctors really with the egotistical nature they have, you want the right one. We'll talk about that in the second segment. Also, uh, retirement planning or a financial planner. W- what is the distinction? Because let's be fair, ladies and gentlemen, there tends to be an issue with the correlation between those two. Some people group it into one section, one area, and we get a little lost when we do that. But we'll inform you around the around the bottom of the hour to to as to what the difference is there. So, also, exam-free hearing aids at a tiny cost. Is this for real? No, we we don't tell you fibs. I'm telling you, it's for real. You know. We're going to tell you all about that in today's program right here. Uh, another fascinating and I guess now spooky edition of Aging Options. But this, this is for you. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is for you. So give us a call. 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. Uh, you know what? Get, let us know what you're thinking about any of the stories we've talked about today about other things we've mentioned in the past. Obviously, we had a big Medicare segment last week. And, uh, and Rajiv, that was a big one. But this week, uh, you know, with the stories we have today, as I mentioned just a few seconds ago, we've got a lot of very interesting ones. And the one that really stood out to me, the one you mentioned in the open, was uh, how this one year-old is managing to feel and stay young. I mean, I was reading about this article, and my gosh, this guy, I'll be honest, I think I act older than this person does. It's it's insane. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 insane. As um, looks like we're having a f- some issues getting a Rajiv on at the moment. But uh, I'll tell you something. Uh, you know, when it comes to feeling younger in retirement, um, there are some very interesting things that this aging options block points to, as uh, some keys. And as we get Rajiv back. Hey, there we are. I can hear you now. 
deeper into that. Hey, we got you. We got you. Know what? It's Halloween <laughs> season, so you spooked me, Rajiv. You spooked me. Hey, I'm here. You know, either you got spooked, or I got spooked. We all got spooked. But let's talk about the aging process. I mean, that that little delay probably aged me about another hour or so. Wasn't sure what was going on. <laughs> but this article truly is a great article. You know, uh, Tarek, we all, as we all age, and it doesn't matter at what age you are. You could be in your 20s, as young Tarek is uh, in his early 20s. He's getting older. My son is about 24. He'll be turning 25 in January. And I, I hear him have the same complaints. Oh, I'm getting slower, and, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. And no matter what age you are, you always were fitter, you were faster, you were leaner, you were better at a younger age, a year, two years, eight years, 10 years, 15 years ago. And the quest always is the same. I want to stay younger. And this article, Tarek, it's just absolutely a wonderful article. It's written by... A guy who used to be a CEO at a financial planning uh, concern, financial services company, and he has written a book uh, called Four Phases of Retirement. And he introduces this term that I absolutely love. It's called the abyss of insignificance. And, and, and what he's really trying to describe is that one of the things that happens is as we start getting older and we can't do the things that we were doing, you start feeling insignificant, right? And that is so true. That is so true. The things that you could do uh, earlier that got me into other crowds, I could meet with other people, I could relate to other people, those things are becoming more difficult. And slowly and surely, you're starting to fade away into insignificance. And, and his thinking is, you don't need to. I mean, there certainly is a way that you should be able to do that. He's 67 years of age, clearly going through all the same angst that most of us go through as we are aging. And, and, and this article is just wonderful. He says, here are five easy ways that you can think about uh, changing your lifestyle so you can not only feel, but you can actually be younger. And here, here are the five steps that he's talking about. And there's a great article to read. You'll have to go read the details in there. I'll give you the headlines. Uh, get creative and stimulate your mind. It's all about, you know, mental acuity. How long are you going to stay mentally active? Engage with people of all ages and that's one thing that we try and uh, one thing that i see happens is that we become a tribe outside of a family where we're meeting children grandchildren other people when it comes to friends and family we just go and talk to people we can naturally gravitate towards and 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 relate to which is our peer group and our age group and this 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 makes all sorts of sense that you know engage with people of all ages so you can be mentally uh, quite sharp and you can stay relevant uh, in different uh, age groups third one stand up for what you believe in well how about them apples right i mean we we, <laughs> we all know there are things that we uh, believe in, we fight for, but to be polite, to be nice, you know, we don't necessarily go and, 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 and light the world on fire with our worldviews. And this guy is saying, no, whatever you believe in, stand up to that. Uh, commit to making a difference in the lives of others. This absolutely is key. Um, it's, it's always said that if you're, if you're feeling bad about yourself, one of the easiest ways you can feel good about yourself, no matter, you don't, don't even have to spend money. Go and help somebody else who is less fortunate than you. It'll immediately lift your mood. It'll immediately make you feel relevant. It'll immediately make you feel uh, significant, like you belong, you contribute, and we all want to be contributing members all the way to the end. That's number four. And number five, learn from your younger self. And when we were younger, we, we could, you know, the world is like Tariq for you. The world is a infinite possibility. 
You can do any darn yeah. thing that you want. You can be a pilot. You can yeah. jump out of a plane. Uh, yeah. Unless it's illegal. Go ahead, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I was going to say, unless it's illegal, you can absolutely do anything you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. As long as, well, I mean, you could do things illegal. That'd be dumb of you to do it. But if you want to go do it, you could certainly <laughs> do that, too. <laughs> you know, we had Bonnie and Clyde, and we had people robbing banks and this, that, and the other. And bad choices, but you could do that. The point of this is you can do anything. Why not have the same hunger? And today, reality is with, with online learning and stuff, you can do pretty much anything. You can... You can learn a new language, learn how to play music, this, that, and the other. But it shouldn't just be a series of things that you end up doing. When the average person retires, you know, we start thinking about, okay, I'll travel, then I'll go on cruises, I'll do this. It's just a series of things that we're doing to fill our time. And that's not what you want to do. Great article, great article. If you're, if you're aging and you're, you're feeling a little bit uh, left out or, or getting behind, wonderful article to take a look at. Absolutely, no doubt about that, and especially that last one. That is such a that's such a great goal, uh, such a great goal to have, uh, because you know it, it goes for all ages, but especially people um, who are maybe on the, a little bit of the older side. You know, uh, you kind of you know, stay genuine and committed to that. And speaking of staying genuine, we genuinely want to hear from you. So this morning, we are taking your calls, hearing what you have to say about what we're talking about here about aging. The tips we're giving you, if it's also just about life planning, retirement in general, the phone number is 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. So do pick up that phone and give us a call. we got Paul Holden, our board op, on the line. And, you know, one thing, Rajiv, that really stands out to me about this article is, you know, being relevant. And, you know, one way you can stay relevant is by planning for success. So Rajiv, when it comes to planning for success, let's say, you know, I'm someone who's, you know, I'm looking for relevance. Like I need relevance here. Can you please help me find relevance for planning for my success? <laughs> Rajiv, can you help me? Give it to me. Help me. You know, relevance is all about being, being, being happy and being comfortable in your own skin and not being doubting, not, not, not being worried about your future, not being, uh, less sure about where you are, about your footing, about the, the path that you're on. And, and uh, the, the one easy way for you to go ahead and be sure of where you are, where you are now, where you're headed to, and that you are going to be successful in life, go to one of the life planning seminars. I mean, it's as easy as that. It doesn't cost you anything. It's uh, great. You give me an hour, and I promise you, we, we give you the, the, the real skinny on retirement. There's a story that we have today, Tarek. It talks about, you know, should I hire a financial planner or should I hire a retirement planner? And to me, when I read that article, I was saying, are you kidding me? I mean, there, there is really, you're trying to create a distinction that is so misleading. And when people don't have anything else to compare it to, yeah, well, maybe I should read them. I need a retirement planner. I need a financial planner. No, nonsense. I mean, and, and when you read this article, you find out this article is uh, written by financial people who make a living by selling you products and, and, and by selling you insurance and annuities and all that. Uh, and it's written all about money. Retirement planner, financial planner, both things, they talk about money. Are you kidding me? Retirement is a whole lot more than just money. Uh, we know people like Casey Kasem, Tim Conway, uh, Glenn Campbell, rich people, millionaires, multimillionaires, 10 times over. They do not get to live out a good quality of life. There is no way you can say, uh, you know, when it mattered most that they were successful in life. 
They were successful while they were young and healthy. Well, heck, everyone is successful while they, you're young and healthy. Even when you don't have money, you don't need anyone else. That's not the time that you're going to plan for. The time that you're going to go ahead and plan for is a different time. And you can honestly say that money by itself is not going to do it. And that's what we do in these seminars, educate you about how uh, the pop culture education misleads you and what you need to do a little bit differently. Because I promise you, you're smart enough. If you can just get a sense of where people, most people are going wrong and get some at least guidance on what might be a better way to approach the whole thing, most of us are smart enough to go figure this out. Absolutely. That's very well. Yeah, no, I was going to say very well said. Um, and when it comes to figuring this out, uh, I, I can't think of a better place to figure out like just – uh, to figure out this situation than to attend one, one of the seminars you have at LifePoint Law. And uh, so, you know, I know you guys have these every month, but wait, as I look towards the calendar on the wall here, my gosh, a week from now you're having the next one? Is, is this true, Rajiv? It is. I mean, it, it goes so fast, and we just had the last one. We'll be having another one uh, coming up November 6th, uh, 1 o'clock, uh, on the Federal Way campus. Rain, sun, shine, whatever it is, we'll be there, and so should you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It, it, honestly, I would I would be very concerned if you were rained out for a, at an indoor seminar, but I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it's a warm place to be at the Life Point Law campus, uh, you know, sticking inside, hearing what Rajiv uh, has to say at that seminar. Uh, listen. I'll tell you, I'm 22, you know, as he mentioned in my early 20s. And I'm going, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, what am I going to learn? I'm in my 20s. I'm in the prime of my life. No, I learned a lot. All right, there's so much I told my mom, so much I told my dad, my aunt, my grandmother especially. So if I learned a lot, then that's only telling how much you will learn from these seminars. And again, they're free. Great price. They're free. And the next one is next Saturday, 1 p.m. on the Life Point Law Campus at Federal Way. And you know what? You can sign up by going to lifepointlaw.com. Again, lifepointlaw.com. Sign up right there on the website. It takes literally just seconds to do. So, again, go sign up for that seminar next Saturday, the 6th of November. It's at 1 p.m. in Federal Way at the Life Point Law Campus. I mean, literally, it's 10 minutes away from Tacoma, 20 minutes tops from Seattle, if that. It's like 20 minutes from Olympia. It's right there. No excuse. It's just the right thing to do on a pleasant Saturday in the Seattle area. So please do that. Again, lifepointlaw.com. Next Saturday, they're having a seminar at the Federal Way campus, and you're not going to want to miss it. But speaking of missing it, I think we're going to have to miss out to a break here. I don't know if that's a saying, missing out to a break, but, you know, we got to <laughs> transition there somehow, Rajiv. Uh, I'll tell you what, when we come back, we're going to hear from Clint from Tacoma as a retirement question. Uh, and Clint, thank you for waiting. We're going to get to you first thing when we come back. Before we go, we need to know, Rajiv, what year was it? Okay, this is a world-famous segment that's even gaining notoriety on the moon. All right? What year was it <laughs> when, <laughs> when the Seahawks made the playoffs for the first time in franchise history, when the world was introduced to the compact disc, the CD, the first year it was ever used, the CD, gas was $1.16 a gallon, and this was the most popular song of the year. Rajiv, I thought it would be fitting to play one of the creepiest pop songs of all time right around Halloween. 
I just I don't know about the creepy. I love this song. What the heck are you talking about? Really? What's creepy? I love this song. You weren't even born at that time, my friend. This was this was all the rage at that time. I mean, it was it was great. I remember it from my early from the early eighties because I was just coming into America in the early eighties, and even in India. I mean, there all these songs used to play, and we used to go to BBC and 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 Voice of America, and then look for on the on the shortwave dial, look for station that would play English music and stuff like that. Loved it. What the heck are you mm. talking about, kiddo? Well, I love the song. I'm just like, kiddo, thanks. Thanks for, thanks for bringing my <laughs> reputation up. Kiddo, what are you talking about? Well, I love the song, and I love the police especially, but it's just like, you know, every move you make, I'll be watching you. Ooh. But anyway, what year did that song come out? 1981, 1982, or 1983, all right? And also, take a guess and let us know, are you creeped out by every breath you take, or do you think it's endearing like Rajiv does? <laughs> Uh, that's up to you, listeners. That's up to you. Uh, Clint from Tacoma, we're coming to you first thing after this commercial break. You're listening to Aging Options, Spooky Edition, right here on AM770 KTTH. It's your turn to join the program. Give us a call at 800-465-8770. Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Aging Options will be right back after this. Does someone you love need care in the home? An elderly parent or relative? A spouse dealing with a long-term illness? Maybe a family member facing a disability? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253 564 one zero zero six two five three five six four one zero zero six or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Homewatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die before your kids could even touch them. The tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayach. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. 
This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Concerned about outliving your savings, paying retirement medical, or passing your estate to family instead of the government? Radio host Rajiv Nagayich has been helping people realize worry-free golden years with simple planning and implementation. Join Rajiv Nagayich of LifePoint Law in person, November 6th in Federal Way. Learn more at LifePointLaw.com. The seminar is free, and what you learn will save you thousands. State safety guidelines will be in place to ensure your health. Visit LifePointLaw.com now to register. It was because of Rajiv that we just kept standing up to the system, you know, out there saying everyone has to die in a hospital. So I wanted to say thank you so much. Well, Rajiv, the only one thing that's after that, right? <laughs> and you know, it, it, it's not the only one. I, you're welcome is the right one. But I, you know, on that note, I got to tell you, we've got a caller. Let's go to the caller and I'll come back and tell you a story. That's just an unbelievably true story that that you would not. All think right. Well, we'll, we'll wait. Possible. Okay. Certainly. Uh, we'll wait on. Uh, we'll wait on the story then and go to Clint from Tacoma. He's got a retirement question. Clint, thank you for joining us. Welcome to Aging Options. Good morning. So Hi, good morning. You're on the air. How can we help? Hi, uh, I'm 56 years old. Uh, I, 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 I have uh, the job that I was doing, I'm not doing anymore, but I have a retirement from them that I could either take now and I would make, what, about three grand a month, or I can just let it sit there until I'm 65 and make six grand a month. So that's like nine years from now. And so I kind of did just some quick, calculations and thinking that if I took it now, then mm-hmm. it wouldn't cross until or make be even until I'm 72. So the question for you is, and that does, if that's not counting any interest or investing in or anything, my question is, should I take it now and buy a house with it? Well, so let me, let me, well, the, that changes the whole equation. I thought you were going to say, should I take it now? Should I wait till later? And then I would be asking you questions like, are your mom and dad still living? So let me go through that questionnaire. Anyway, uh, are your mom and dad still living? Yeah. How old are they? My mom is not. My dad is, and um, he's got early stages of Alzheimer's. Okay. How old is he? 89. Okay, so he's 89, he's dealing with Alzheimer's now at 89, and your mom died at what, what age, and how did she die? She died from uh, ki- uh, kidney failure about okay. four years ago. What age? And she was uh, uh, 72, 73. Okay, so she was on the younger side, so she had kidney issues, and then yeah. she succumbed to that, and your dad is 89, and he's still living, although he's having Alzheimer's. Do you need the money today? I mean, if you were to take the money from the pension, do you need the money today? Uh, n- no. I have another job that, you know, I'm making probably 80 or 100 right right now. So you're making enough so money. I don't okay. necessarily so, <clears throat> need it. Yeah. 
Got it. So the the short answer is this is these are rules of thumbs. Not again doing any analysis. My basic advice to people is: till you need the money, don't take it. But you seem to make a really good case that if I were to take this money, I would be using the money to buy real property, real estate. Uh, not that real estate is yeah, going to do as good as it has done for the last two years, <laughs> you know, in the country. Uh, right. We remember sure. 2008 also when the real estate market actually had crashed and people had seen 50% of their equity just disappear overnight, right, or, or almost overnight. Uh, but real estate is generally a pretty safe bet. So if you're taking the money uh, to invest in real estate, I think that is a good possibility. That, that there, there would be something I would strongly consider taking a look at. And the way that you make the right decision is you run to analysis. You take a look at, okay, well, if I was to go ahead and buy real estate, uh, what is the value of the house I'll buy roughly? Just take some guesses up there, and, and over time, just run it over 20 years, you know, what will that look like? Uh, that's, that's one analysis that you could end up doing. The second, and then right side by side that you take a look and say that if I was to uh, take that money and just invest it, what would that look like? And number three, what if I don't take the money, what would that $6,000 or, or whatever the, the additional money that you would end up getting at age 60, what would that look like? So you need to run some analysis in black and white on paper, and that's basically part of what – do you have a financial planner by any chance, Clint? I don't yet. Okay. So let me give you the name of somebody I think you should end up calling uh, on this issue. And they can run analysis, show you in black and white exactly how to make the right decision. The guy's name is Saket, S-A-K-E-T, and his number is 206-234-7516. 206-234-7516. And he would help run the analysis. He'll show you in black and white all three possibilities and and obviously you'd be making some assumptions as to how how fast the real estate is going to keep growing and and how the market is going to end up doing so but if you can see it in black and white i think you know you should be able to make a good decision but just at a gut level i'm saying if your goal really is to take this money now buy a house and have the house hopefully paid off by the time you retire i think that would be a really good reason for you to go ahead and take the money but if you were taking the money just to go ahead and go on a trip and go to Bermuda and stuff like that, I'd say, yeah, no, I'm not quite so sure. Yeah, no, the, not good. <laughs> yeah, good for you. It okay. sounds like that you're doing sound planning and everything, and uh, uh, you, you're on the right footing, asking all the right questions. Thanks, Clint. All right, thank you very much. You bet. Yeah, and, Clint, before, and Clint, before you go, actually, yeah. if you can stick around, uh, we would love for you to play uh, our our game real quick of what year was it. So, Clint, can you guess what year was it when the Seahawks made the playoffs, when the world was introduced to the CD? Uh, gas was $1.16 a gallon, and Every Breath You Take by the Police, which apparently is not a creepy song at all, according to Rajiv, was the most popular song of the year. Can you guess what year that was? <laughs> Uh, 1983. Hmm. Fantastic guess. Lock we'll, it in. Uh, all right, we'll lock it in. Uh, Clint, it? we'll let you know at the bottom of the oh, hour if you're right. Thank you again so much for the call. All right, thank you. Excellent. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, you can be just like Clint. 
call in with your question. And in this case, Clint had a really, really good question. Uh, although he just seemed like he's doing a, a guy, as you mentioned, Rajiv, he's doing a good job of managing his situation. Uh, you know, you can give us a call. Let us know your situation, and we can help you with that. As simple as that. The phone number is 1-800-465-8770. Uh, Board Op Paul Holden has his hand on the phone. His uh, call to pickup time is, I think, the fastest in the entire world, at least west of the Mississippi for sure. Again, 1-800-465-8770. Uh, don't get spooked by not calling us. Happy Halloween for that, you know. Um, but yeah, Rajiv, obviously a very good call there from Clint, uh, and a very interesting, uh, you know, like a very interesting, like kind of look at, uh, you know, do I want to take this, like take the payout now or wait? Uh, and I think he's, he's making the right decision, but these are kind of questions that have to be asked, right? You know? Totally they do. Totally they do. And, and, you know, if you don't ask these questions, you just, Sometimes you make the right decision, but most of the times you're going to come back and, and second-guess yourself because it didn't turn out to be the right decision. So I think Clint is doing a great job, and that really is what, what planning is all about. And I think he's a 56-year-old young man and uh, doing a good job. Sounds like he's got a good, good job, and he's got a pension coming in, and the pension is going to continue even after the house is paid off, and his intentions for that money are the right intentions, right? He's, he wants to invest it in a different way. If he leaves it there, it's still invested. It's going to give him some appreciation of money. At 60, he'll be able to get a higher amount of income. But today, the question is, I mean, is that higher amount of income going to be uh, equal to less than or greater than the value of appreciation he'd get in real estate if he bought real estate with that money? That really is the question, and he's asking all the right things. Uh, Right before we, we took Clint's call, you know, uh, I, I shared with you that I'm going to talk to you about a story. So here's the story that I wanted to kind of yes. talk to you about. It's based on the call, based on the, the call that that person had that, thanks, Ruji, we kept fighting and then we got the right answers. We didn't have to go to the nursing home. So here's the story. Here's a, this is a true story. Back uh, when I was in Seattle University School of Law, one of the professors that I was taking classes from was, uh, let's just call it Professor Franklin, right? I mean, he was... Uh, he used to teach tax law, and and Shelley Franklin was the guy's name. Uh, Well-renowned boy. He was hard as molasses in class. He, the tax classes, uh, interestingly, had a very small number of students. You'd have maybe 10, maybe 12 students in there. But you were talking about advanced tax concepts and stuff, and I I would take the class, and I'd do pretty darn well in his classes, not only his classes, but the state planning classes and all the tax classes. I had such a natural interest in the whole thing. Well, it turns out that, you know, when I used to leave the college and he used to be, he, our class was the last class he taught, and then he'd walk from Seattle University down to the ferry and from ferry to Weshan Island where he lived. And so wow. uh, every now and then all I'd the way see down him to walking. The ferry? Uh, all the way to the ferry from Seattle University, all the way down, downtown to wow. ferry. He used to walk every day. And every now and then I'd catch him and I'd say, can I give you a lift? And so it became a ritual that I'd just ride him down to the ferry uh, station and drop him off there. And we came to know each other, right? So anyway, I graduate and, and he uh, got me a teaching job. He says, you are going to teach. You're good. You, you should be teaching the stuff. You learn more by teaching than anything else. He got me a job. I taught tax law for a year in Seattle University. And I said, no, tax law is not what I want to teach. My heart is in elder law. Anyway, so he goes on. Life kind of goes on. I start my practice, uh, LifePoint Law, which used to be Johnson & Nagaich. And uh, part of my practice is to, after we do the planning, 
with the with the with the clients uh, my take is that you know it's less important for you to know what your powers of attorney and your other documents are going to say about other people it's less important for you to know what you're going to ask other people to do for you through these documents it's more important that they know and so we do a family meeting so we did a family meeting and uh, for one of the clients and i'm sitting in my office and walk out to the conference room to get into the uh, into the family meeting and who do i see on the doorstep right there's shelly frankel said, oh my god professor frankel what are you doing here he says well you know i'm, I'm part of the family uh, that you're going to do the family meeting with so it was one of his relatives who had uh, who had asked us uh, to do work with them and and he ended up being the relative and and his wife actually was the relative who was named as the agent so anyway we did the family meeting and everything and he just he was just proud he says i'm so glad you're doing what you're doing he was amazed at the at the depth that we went to uh, and he was happy and he says i want to do my planning with you but so we we anyway we we kept in touch from that point on and i started talking to him well not that long from that time maybe about you know a year from then uh, my client called me and said you need to call uh, shelly frankel what happened he's got uh, pancreatic cancer he's not expected to live very long oh my god okay so i immediately jumped in the call i called him talked to him and yeah he knew that it was uh, his time was coming and stuff like that and and he says you know but i don't want to 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 wallow in misery i want to do something with you i said how about we write a book together or something write something that that crosses tax law and estate planning and we started plotting things down and i sent him stuff that i had written and he he started we started going back back and forth and started collaborating on this project where well, it turned out that it wasn't meant to be his health went down really fast and 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 you know his wife was there uh, and 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 he died and he actually ended up dying but he ended up dying at home so he, uh, it was sad i went to the to the services and all that came back and one day i get a call uh from a caller who happened to be his wife and she called only to go ahead and say had i not listened to you you had we not gone to that family meeting I'm absolutely convinced that Shelley would not have taken his last breath in his own home. And the reason why that would not not have happened is because there's an extraordinary amount of pressure that was being put on her as he was dealing with the end of life for him to be placed in some hospice house somewhere. And she said because I had listened to that family meeting and you had said that you need to advocate for yourself and you need to push the system, a system that is designed to displace people. If I had not heard you I probably would have disagreed with the doctors and said yeah this sounds like a good thing that's what we need to do but because we had gone through the family meeting and they were not even my clients just a little nugget that she had in her head that there's no magic to a place of care the place of care can be created in your own home if you have the right attitude and the right support the wife should never be the only caregiver and she says through the hospice system i had plenty of help to be able to keep shelly at home and he took his last breath overlooking the bay which is which was his his which is the reason why they had bought that house and such a peaceful ending for him and and every time that i think of these stories and I say it's not about the pop culture or the or the traditional planning advice that we end up getting uh that is going to make for a happy ending for most of us indeed it is the traditional advice that we end up getting that lands us into all sorts of bloody scrapes because the traditional advice is coming from industries that are churning up all this all this education designed to help the needs of the industry before it's going to help you can't say it louder can't say it 
often enough to go ahead and say, think about it. When you get legal advice, who's coming up with the advice? It's lawyers coming up with the advice. How do lawyers make money? By churning out legal documents. To them, the whole world is legal documents. How do financial planners make money? Selling products, selling, selling uh, insurance products, selling solutions that are going to be designed to having them manage your money. Investments and products. And so what, do you, what advice do you get? Buy a long-term care insurance policy. That's the right advice for somebody in retirement. Give me a policy that has a, that has a clause written in there that now that you bought the policy, show me that policy, that now that you bought the policy, you will never end up in a nursing home. It is just so simple when you think about the whole issue that living in a capitalistic system, this is one of the, one of the issues of the capitalist system uh, that, that, that is that you, we have to understand that the purpose of a business is to make money. That is the purpose of a business. Their purpose is to make money. And what would they have to do to go ahead and make money? They spin everything around as if, oh, it's wonderful. We're just looking out for you, looking out for you on their terms, not on your terms, on their terms. And so we end up getting a lot of advice that really serves the needs of the industry before it serves your needs. And it will serve your need. I mean, it's not that it cannot serve any of your needs, but it serves it in such a pathetic way that 70% of Americans are going to fail in retirement. And every time that I hear of somebody who says, you know, it was refreshing for me to have a different point of view. Look, I don't have magic to anything. It's a point of view. That's what I do have. How can the richest country in the entire world live with itself knowing that 70% of retirees are not going to be able to take the last breath in their own home. They will become a burden on their loved ones. They will end up losing money to uncovered medical and long-term care costs, even though trillions of dollars each and every year are invested to work with professionals to pull together a retirement plan. How can that be in the richest country? And how can we live with ourselves with those outcomes? And you don't need to. I mean, that's what I have. 22 years I've been doing this. The reason why PBS wanted to even be part of the show is this is an extremely uh, unique conversation that is happening. It's not at all motivated by money. Because why? Yeah, it is motivated by money. Make no mistake. I make a living doing what I do. But who pays for the advice that I conjure up? You do. Therefore, you get honest advice. You want to get free advice from a financial planner, from a lawyer, from, from, from the healthcare industry? Yeah, you'll get free advice that is going to first look out for their interests before it's going to look out for your interests. Once we are able to come to grapple with that reality and the reality of a, a, a capitalistic system that we live in, look, the capitalist system, it is designed to recognize businesses out there to make money, and the assumption is that before a buyer is going to buy into that advice, they will have done their due diligence and, and looked at all angles of that information that they're going to get before they make the decision. We don't want, no business wants to dupe you into doing something. And they cleverly write the script that they end up writing. The biggest, the, the, the most hilarious script that I see is from the financial industry that says, we only do when you do better. We only do better when you do better. What does that mean? Oh, we are not on commissions. We only do well when you're better, when you do better. Really? How the hell is that not a commission? How the world is that not a commission? You're going to do better. Yeah, the market is going up, so you're going to make 1%, 1.5%, 2% of what I have invested with you as my market goes up. Will you make less than 1, 1.5% or nothing at all if my money starts going down? No. 
you will still get that bloody commission. How can you honestly say that this is not a commission? But we've learned how to go ahead and spin things up and then spin it and say, this is what you need to do. Tariq, back to you. Well, Rajiv, I don't really know how to respond to that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, all I can say is we're a little over on a break here. But I will say that we are playing a game. What year was it when the Seahawks made the playoffs for the first time in franchise history? Not the only time, ladies and gentlemen. The world was introduced to the compact disc, also known as the CD. Gas was just $1.16 a gallon. Wow. Better times, I'll tell you that. This was the most popular and totally not strange and weird song of the year. So what year did the police make that track? Was it 1981, 1982, or 1983? We'll give you the answer in just a little under 20 minutes. You're listening to Aging Options. And just a reminder, give us a call, 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. Let us know uh, what is on your mind when it comes to aging, getting older. You're listening to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. We're here to take your questions. The number to call is 800-465-8770. Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back after this. This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Concerned about outliving your savings, paying retirement medical, or passing your estate to family instead of the government? Radio host Rajiv Nagayich has been helping people realize worry-free golden years with simple planning and implementation. Join Rajiv Nagayich of LifePoint Law in person, November 6th in Federal Way. Learn more at LifePointLaw.com. The seminar is free, and what you learn will save you thousands. State safety guidelines will be in place to ensure your health. Visit LifePointLaw.com now to register. Safe, independent, living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. You know, I'm not a wealthy person. But I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. 
Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. <laughs> I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayach. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. Hi, this is Bill Freeland. I'm president of the estate planning and elder law firm with offices in Bethesda, Maryland. Rajiv has one of the most innovative elder law practices in the country, and the approach that he takes is so substantially and completely different. It is my strong recommendation that you set an appointment today. Bill, Bill, you are right. You are on point on this Saturday as we're listening to Aging Options right here on AM770 KTTH. Just a reminder, give us a call. Let us know what is on your mind. The, the phone number to call is 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. And we do have an off-air question uh, that we wanted to throw at you, Rajiv. So we're going to have uh, our grand uh, board op, Paul, ask it real quick. So Paul Holden, uh, welcome on. Okay, I'm I'm honored to be here. Excited to be on the air. Always exciting for me. So, first <laughs> first question I have uh, comes from a caller that was looking for the number to call to get some information about a long term care plan for his wife and him. I have a, another question as well, but our uh, callers are being safe on the roads out there, not uh, staying on the phone while driving. So, a couple of questions there. Sure. And so, there's no one number for the long-term care insurance. I think you need to get a hold of a uh, insurance advisor up there. And if you don't know of one, you start. You can start with Sakate at two zero six two three four seven five one six two six two three four seven five one six. He can put you in the right direction. He does not sell long-term care insurance policies, by the way. So he probably would be a safe bet for you to go explain your situation, and he can point you in the right direction. And Rajiv, if I'm correct, the deadline to get your own private uh, plan ahead of the Washington state tax is basically Monday, if I'm if I'm correct. So people might want to get on this if that's something they're interested in. Basically, it is today. I mean, that's the deadline. It is on the starting the first. I mean, you have to have the policy in place by the first, by the end of the month. So too late for this. But now, but that should not deter you. You can still get a waiver from the state by December 31 of 2022. You have a whole year between now and the end of next year to be able to work on this issue. The only thing that you will not be able to avoid is having to pay the tax in 2022. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, let's get to the next question here. And so in the state of Washington, do you need a community property agreement in writing as well as a will? It depends what your goal is. If your goal is to avoid probate at the first death, then you will want to get a community property agreement in place alongside of a will. Why? A will is a document that recognizes that if you're married, which it sounds like this is the case up here, uh, between you and your spouse, everything is 50-50. You have no obligation to leave your 50% to your spouse when you die. You can leave it to Rajiv all day long. He'd be a happy man. 
but that's not what you're going to want to do. You'll probably want to leave it to your spouse. And if you left everything, your share of the estate to a spouse using a will, then there will definitely be a probate, right? And that the point of a probate is to make sure that before your spouse gets the money, that the society or your creditors have a shot at getting their share of the money. Right? I mean, you may have been in a hospital. There may be bills that need to be paid, etc. And before your beneficiaries get money, we want to make sure that the creditors are, are made whole, and that's the probate process. But if you want to avoid that probate process, a community property agreement, which is an agreement that can be drawn up only between husband and wife, basically says, I don't need to leave my share of the money to my spouse, but I'm choosing to do so. So it really effectively acts as a beneficiary designation that impacts each and every single asset that you own, whether it's a bank account, retirement account, etc. It is all a beneficiary designation, and any asset that has a beneficiary designation does not go through probate. So the question is, do you want to avoid probate? Is that your bigger challenge? The answer, if the answer is yes, then you should have a community property agreement. If your question is that, if your, if your challenge is, if your concern is that when I die, I don't want to die broke, I want to protect my money from uncovered medical and long-term care expenses by using the VA and the Medicaid benefits, then a community property agreement would be the wrong thing for you to be doing. So hopefully that kind of gives you some sense as to how these things work. Best to go ahead and get a hold of an estate planning or better yet, an elder law attorney. And, and run your scenario through them, or if you have a chance, go to one of the seminars that we end up doing and get a handle on issues that go beyond just the community property agreements. Paul? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, awesome. Well, for, yeah, you you got all, both parts all, of the thanks. question there in, in, in there, so thanks to our caller. Yeah, because he did follow up with, with the uh, the questions about the, the married couple as well, and it seems like you addressed that in, in the answer to the question as, as well. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Paul, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, well, if, if I had an applause button, I could hit. That's I something I probably setup. should be in charge of. You know, it's something I could, like, give you, myself some applause. But if you hit applause for yourself, <laughs> that might be a little vain, but that's hey, okay. It's it's, it's, right. Hall it's Halloween season. Yeah. <laughs> but, again, thank you, Paul. We'll have you on at the very end to guess what year was it. Um, now, for the moment, ladies and gentlemen, we can have you on. That's right. You. You sitting there, right there, driving, listening, having a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. Uh, whatever tea is your preference, you can call into the show. There's still a couple of minutes for you. All right, so give us a call, 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. Uh, just from Rajiv uh, uh, asking why we didn't have Halloween music. Well, listen, Rajiv, I get spooked easily. I get very spooked. I get spooked by some of the things we talk about on this program, and I feel like at times if we if we have the Halloween music, we might be overly spooked, and we don't want to spook some of our listeners, but it might be good going forward to have some holiday music. You did, I, but real quick, I don't want to get off topic here because you did mention um, you mentioned the seminar, all right? So you mentioned uh, going to the seminar is a good idea. And if I'm not wrong, there is a seminar happening very soon, right, like next week. It's next Saturday, November 6th, uh, on our Federal Way campus. Uh, it'll start at 1 o'clock. Uh, it'll go it, it goes somewhere between an hour to hour, 15 minutes, and you get world-class education on what retirement planning really should be. Certainly, yeah. And, I mean, we, what we will do for you there is we're going to get a little bit more in-depth to that. We have one more break we have to take here real quick. Uh, we have, again, 
time for maybe another call. So 1-800-465-8770 if you'd like to be a part of the conversation. Until then, we're playing What Year Was It? So What Year Was It? When the Seahawks made the playoffs for the first time, the world was introduced to the CD. Gas was $1.16 a gallon, and this was the most popular song of the year. So was it 1981, 1982, or 1983? That guess, well, you're going to find out if it's right in about seven minutes or so. You're listening to Aging Options right here on AM770 KTTH. Now's your last chance to call into the show. The toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Once again, dial 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back with more Aging Options right after this. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayich. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. This is Rajiv Nagaj. With over a decade of experience practicing elder law, without hesitation, I can say that traditional estate planning can prove to be a recipe for disaster. Simply having a will or trust, powers of attorney, and living will does not fully protect your assets or help keep you out of institutional care settings or prevent your incapacity from becoming a burden on your loved ones. Join me at the next seminar and let me show you how to avoid the mistakes I see too many retirees make in planning for retirement today. Concerned about outliving your savings, paying retirement medical, or passing your estate to family instead of the government? Radio host Rajiv Nagayich has been helping people realize worry-free golden years with simple planning and implementation. Join Rajiv Nagayich of LifePoint Law in person, November 6th in Federal Way. Learn more at LifePointLaw.com. The seminar is free, and what you learn will save you thousands. State safety guidelines will be in place to ensure your health. Visit LifePointLaw.com now to register. Safe, independent, living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. 
you guys have both given me just outstanding information that I could research and head further in, and uh, I get a lot of advice uh, listening to your show, plus the two times I've called you, and I do appreciate it. It's only a movie. <laughs> I, I hear some thriller. I love it, Paul. You are an MVP, Paul Holden. Uh, he is uh, he's a legend, and we're back right here on Aging Options, uh, AM 770 KTTH. The advice, as a caller mentioned, we give. Uh, you know, sometimes it's pretty darn good. I can't lie. People like it, and hopefully Michelle is going to as well. She's calling in from Port Orchard, and Michelle, we only have about three minutes left. But if we can get your uh, question right here in here real quick, that'd be great. Welcome to the program. Thank you. I uh, would like to know when I should be um, transferring the title of our home to my name only after my husband passes. And, and the short answer to that is as soon as you are ready to do it. Don't delay it because if your husband has passed away and his name is still on the title, you've got really a clouded title. Now, as long as you live in the house, does it mean anything to you? Absolutely not. But if you want to refinance the house, if you want to sell the house, if you want to transfer it out of your name, then you will have to go through hiccups and fits. And sometimes it is more important, it may be time-consuming at that point of time to address this little detail, which you can address easily when you don't need to be in that type of a, uh, a must. So uh, I would say just go to any uh, attorney who does probates and they'll be able to help you out. Okay. Also, should I be adding one of our children to the title? And that's a bigger question, right? I mean, that depends as to what you want. While your husband was living, you probably had the idea that we have a house paid for a few hundred thousand dollars in the bank. Uh, we live within our, our, our means. We should be okay. As a single person, your single biggest financial threat that you face is if you uh, become ill and Medicare says, we don't cover that illness. And at that point in time, you could get it covered by the VA, the Medicaid system. But if you have a house, they would put a lien on the house, which means that after you died, if you did access the Medicaid benefits before your children get the house, the state will get to recover whatever they have paid for you from the sale of that house. So if you want to avoid that type of a scenario, then, yeah, you should not just add your children's name to it. You should transfer the house to them. In my opinion, there is really no benefit to adding a child's name to a home. Uh, the only thing that you take on is if they get a divorce, they now have an ownership interest in the house, and the divorcing spouse may be able to attach at least a creditor claim to their ownership, their interest in the house. So probably you need to kind of think it through. And, Michelle, we are it out of time. It is quite complicated, isn't it? It's not nearly as complicated if you have someone guiding you. Michelle, just hold on to the line. Uh, uh, Paul will take your phone number, and I can call you back after the show. I know we are running out of time on this call or and, and on this show. So don't go away. Just hold on. Paul will take your number, and I'll call you back after the show. And, Michelle, again, thank you so much for the call, uh, and sorry that we had to get going here. But, yeah, again, next Saturday, though, Rajiv, uh, I want to get this in real quick because listeners need to know. That seminar is happening again, November 6th at 1 p.m. Life, uh, and remind me, Rajiv, where can people go to sign up for this? They can go to lifepointlaw.com, lifepointlaw.com, and they can sign up. Excellent, and that's something you should do out there if, if you just have any – any information you want to find on a Saturday, that's where you want to find it. Real quick, what year was it when the Seahawks made the playoffs for the first time? The world was introduced to the CD. Gas was $1.16 a gallon, 
Every Breath You Take by the Police was the most popular song. Paul, real quick, your guess. 81. All right, Rajiv. 82. It's 1983. You're both wrong. You both lose. That's right. <laughs> Our caller from earlier. That's right. Our caller from earlier was correct. That's right. Thank you to Clint for getting that correct. And thank you, listeners, for joining us on Aging Options on this Saturday. Back with you, same time, same place, next Saturday at 10. And Rajiv, say it. Aging, everyone.